0: Uh. Mm -hmm. Who's blipping hoes? Nobody gets a second chance.
1: Hello yeah. welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren and today we'll be talking about The Marrying Kind from Musicology, recorded in 2003 at Paisley Park and released on the 27th of March 2004. On the track it is Prince, John Blackwell, Candy Dilfer, Maceo Parker and Greg Boyer, the, uh, the fullest band that I think Prince has on this particular album. Uh, the track is 2 Minutes 49 and joining me to talk about today is Erica Thompson. Hello, Eric. Hello. Now, um, for like a genre, obviously I think this and the next song are pretty much kind of in the same genre, They're, you know, they're kind of like R&B. I don't like. The, the subject of them, I think, always kind of amuses me a little bit, because in this particular song, it's almost like Prince is trying to break up a couple. <laughs> like that's, it. I think that's it. I, I mean, I find it, I find it weird because he phrases it in such a weird way, um, you know, where he seems to be trying to offer advice, um, almost kind of like in the vein of, you know, I could never take the place of your man. But in this case, he's saying, I will take the place of your man. Um, you know, but he's, he's t- it's a t- I always think, I mean, to me, it always seems like he's addressing it to the boyfriend or the, you know, the husband, whoever it is. Um, and then, like, in the chorus, he, he then turns and addresses the girlfriend. And he's like, look, I tried to give him some advice, but he wasn't listening to me. And then, you know, he suggests that maybe, you know, this is this is the point in which they should get together, um, you know. But I, I don't know. That, that's how I always read it. But like when you first list when I first listened to it, I did find it hard to figure out the point of view because Prince seems to be switching between who he's offering advice to. And so at first it seems like he's actually revealing to the woman that he's told the man this advice, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. How, how do you feel about it?
0: Yeah, no, I think it's very tongue-in-cheek, uh, but I think it's essentially saying to the woman that you're worth more, I can treat you better. And it seems to me that Prince really does want to be with this woman, so it's just a very humorous way of, of getting that point across.
1: And I mean, you know, I... I towards the end of the song, you know, this whole, you know, you have this kind of run away, you know, don't run away. um, And you get the, well, Prince goes up into his higher register with the run away. And then that transitions into the next song. To me, it always feels like it's kind of almost, I don't know, maybe like the response to this. Where, you know, Prince is, is kind of trying to advise someone, you know. Um, that he's given this guy advice, he said that you know the woman need, wanted to settle down, but he doesn't want to settle down and then we get the other half where Prince is like if we settle down, this is you know this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> and, so, and so I think it's interesting that it kind of it, you know this, these tracks kind of lead into each other like this. Um, you know although apparently they were recorded years apart. But, you know, they fit together so seamlessly it feels as if they, you know, they were all part of the the same session. I mean, I don't really need to look at the lyrics to this song because I think when I check my iTunes, I I think I've listened to both of these tracks together about 300 times each. Um, and whenever I listen to one, I always listen to the other. I never there's never a point where I'll just listen to one or the other by themselves. You know, I always have to listen to the two as a pair. And you know, I just I kind of I just love the kind of the opening of you know if you leave her now, you're never gonna see her again. <laughs> it's like, it, and and I just I just like kind of how you know kind of foreboding that is. You know, you know she's gonna need a shoulder to cry on. She's gonna need a friend. And I just love the kind of the details, like she's going to need a pillowcase, something to put those tears on. You know, it's just uh, particularly the the kind of the really overwrought way that he sings something to put those tears on. Um, And then he kind of makes clear his intentions when he says, and I've got some purple satin laces one second later than the second you've gone. And, you know, I I, I, I just love how the like the band goes like down as Prince goes down and he sings, she's going to miss you at first. But then I'm gonna buy. And then she's gonna buy me things, and that's when I'm gonna lay across my piano stool and sing. You know, like it's it's such. I mean, like you say, it is kind of tongue in cheek. But I just I just love how kind of you know it starts out with this you know this advice, and then it just turns into a Prince being like, I've already got the underwear picked out, and I've already got a stool ready, and every, you know everything's everything's good to go the second that you're out of the way. Literally one second after you're gone this is it, I'm moving in, you know. Uh, Prince is really kind of laying out his stall, um, you know. And I and I just, I mean, you know, I do like the chorus as well. It's like, you know, honey, I tried to tell you, tell him that you were the marrying kind, a faithful one-man woman, the best he would ever find. Again, this, this makes it sound like Prince is being a good friend and offering this advice, um, but then he kind of turns it a little bit and says, I guess he wasn't trying to hear that, so there ain't nothing left to say. I tried to tell him, if you run to me, I won't run away. So he's making it clear that, like, you know, he's just there for a shoulder to cry on. But, uh, you know, the second someone's out of the picture, he's not going to hesitate to move in.
0: Man, I, I think I have a lot to say about the lyrics. Um, but I want to go back to that's when I'm going to lay her across my piano stool and sing to her. So you've probably done this on some of the earlier musicology episodes. But just to place it in context... Of course, we know that Musicology is Prince making his big mainstream comeback. He gets inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He performs on the Grammys with Beyonce. He does this massive tour. So it's a big year for him. But it's post his Jehovah's Witness uh, uh, conversion. So his lyrics, he's censoring himself a lot. Like, this is not the prince of the 1980s, right? So like the prince would have said more than lay across my piano stool and sing to her. So when I'm listening to really the whole musicology album, I really have that in mind because he just go he goes just far enough, but he doesn't kind of go into the realm that he he used to. So that's kind of funny to hear him say that. And then also just the whole aspect of the marrying kind. Um, when he says, "I'll, you know, I'll make her take this ring and make love to me," so clearly he has a worldview of, "Okay, we're gonna have sex once we get married," and that's not the prince of old. So that's something that I always think of. But then also. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite goofy lines, because I think the lyrics in this song are really goofy, and I actually think the music is really good, but the lyrics kind of bring the song down. But I like when he says, I'm going to lace her with enough ice to recap the bone. I think that's my favorite lyric in in the whole song. But um
1: yeah, but yeah the- there might be another solar eclipse. It's just like... <laughs> I mean, I like, you know, I just yeah, I mean, that second verse, I kind of love how it gets a little bit kind of, it goes kind of uh, so kind of over the top, where it's like, if you leave her now, you'll never ne- get another glimpse. Like, again, it's all very final, like, as soon as she's gone, that's it, you know, it, you're never getting her back, um, you know, and I like how he's like, she's gonna find enough bath water, you know, hot enough to be touched. Um, And then probably, I don't know, maybe my favourite line in the entire album when he just sings, I'm going to put her on the same diet Missy went on. You know she eat too much. Oh,
0: gosh.
1: Tonight, she's going to miss you at first, but then she'll get used to me. Like, the whole, like, same diet Missy went on. It's very rare that Prince, like, ever name drops any contemporary references. So it's funny that that's like the reference that he makes for Missy Elliott is you know about her diet. I mean, I don't I don't recall if this was a big thing at this time. Like if if she you know, there was some weight loss that she particularly went through at that time. But obviously, it stuck in Prince's mind enough for him to put it in a song. Um, you know, and I'm I'm guessing Missy Elliott maybe would have been flattered by that. I don't think she would have taken offense to it because it is such a kind of like. Over the top statement of like you know, I, particularly the fact that he's he's already deciding you know like to buy her jewelry and he's already running a bath for her and then he's trying to pick out what she's going to eat. I will say this is a very patriarchal view from Prince. You know, even the title "The Marrying Kind," it is it all it is very patriarchal. But then Prince has expressed this before of like you know he you know he said this in a few other songs where he's he's only willing to have sex once they're married. Like, there's been a few other songs where that's been the escalation of, like, he meets someone and it's like, yes, we can have sex, but only once we're married. Um, and given, given you know, his conversion, I don't think that that's too much of a surprise. Um, you know, like, the idea that, you know, Prince is, is you know, he's willing to, you know, where, where he, where, I mean, particularly when he says about it, where he says, take, make her take this ring and make love to me, like... Even there, he's kind of conceding a little bit. She's going to be the one making love to him. He's, he's not saying he's going to make love to her. So I take that as a, a small step forward. Um, but, you know, most of the song, obviously... Uh, when you call a song the marrying kind, I feel I feel like you've already kind of laid out your stall as to where your views stand, um, you know. And, we, we you know, we get the chorus one more time before we get this kind of transition with the, you know, the runaway. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I just I just kind of like how silly and over-the-top it is as a song. Um, and also how it, it tells this kind of odd story of Prince painting himself as this good friend, giving this advice, and then saying to the woman, look, I tried, but, you know, he's leaving you, and you may as well, <laughs> you know, the bath is already running, I've already got a ring picked out, like, he's Prince is already two or three steps ahead of... Of, you know, where this woman is in terms of of the relationship that she's, you know, literally just failed out of.
0: Yeah, I want to um to go back to the Missy thing. I was kind of trying to Google it, but I, it correct me if I'm wrong, but this song was recorded in around 2003. And that's when yeah. Missy came out with her song, Work It, which was a big hit. And she actually referenced her weight loss in the song. So uh, kind of going back to your statement at Missy... I would assume that she would have been flattered. But yeah, she she um, lost a drastic amount of weight at that time, and it was something kind of going on in pop culture. So it is quite funny to hear Prince reference that. Uh, but also, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the music, too, because I like I said, I think the lyrics take away from the music, and I would almost want to hear this as an instrumental, because Prince has like some Baroque-esque, type of feeling going on with the music. Like it almost sounds like a harpsichord at times and I was trying to figure out is that his acoustic guitar or is that a keyboard? But especially on on the course and then in the bridge, especially when you have that that line of da 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 da, da, da. It's like very yeah. it's like very like uh middle ages, like baroque. So that's like super super cool, but I just the lyrics are so goofy. I remember when I first got this album, I would kind of skip over this track. But he's doing some really interesting things um, instrumentally.
1: Yeah, and uh, like, and that is all Prince as well. Like, you know, um, I don't think. I mean, you know, you can hear John Blackwell, but the drums aren't ter- terribly prominent. Like you say, there are there are a lot of kind of chord progressions throughout the song. Um, I mean, the fact that he says, you know, uh, lay you across the piano stool, like there is quite a lot of different kind of pianos and keyboards on this on this track. And I do I do really enjoy the ending where you do get those kind of uh, the different kind of chord progressions just before it kind of transitions into, um, you know, if I was the man in your life, um, you know, and I think it helps that it's kind of the same band on both tracks. So you get a kind of continuity of, of the kind of production um, between the two tracks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean. You know, I feel like I'm going to end up scoring this a lot higher than you because, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be giving it a 5 out of 5 just because, I, I mean, this and the next track, for me, they're both, like, one very long song. So, you know, that's how that's how I've always listened to them, um, you know. And, you know, I think they're kind of... They're they're roughly in the same theme as, the, you know, the song that's before this, um, which is uh, What Do You Want Me To Do, is kind of in a similar vein of Prince trying to encourage two people who are in relationships to break up. So it, there's like this weird little trilogy of songs where Prince is, is kind of saying to someone who's already in a relationship, you know, forget that person, why don't we get together? Um, and I think he does it in kind of three slightly different ways, you know, f- through these songs. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the goofiest of the three. And I would say that, you know, the previous track is probably the most low-key of, the, of these three tracks. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to score it a, less than a five.
0: Yeah, I would um, give it a two out of a five. I really wish I could rate it higher. I was thinking about giving it a one because of the lyrics, but the but he's doing so so many cool things instrumentally that that got it up to a two.
1: Interestingly, Prince never played this live for some reason. I think this and the next track he didn't play live. Um, I don't know. I don't know if maybe you know he just maybe the band that he had when he was on tour just weren't able to kind of pull off the song and maybe that's why he didn't do it. Um, But yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I, like it, as I say, it kind of transitions into the next song. Um, and then, you know, we, we kind of, um, you know, I, I feel like we've said about as much as we can about the marrying kind. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug?
0: Absolutely. I um, write and research about uh, Prince's spirituality and his spiritual journey. And you can find out more at a purple day in
1: And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest today, Erica. Thank you so much. And otherwise, goodbye. Just watch all, all the cars go by.